Welcome to Better Together. A place where we dive deep into everyday subjects. We are your hosts, Julian and Carolina, two psychologists that travel the world and are very excited about the whole human experience. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Better Together. Today, we are a bit brain dead because we, we have been doing a lot this week and we also had a nap, a long nap, and we decided to do a chill episode about a topic that we found funny and also relatively um, lighthearted. And relevant, I think. Because I think we've been talking about this for a while now. And especially now with a lot of change coming up, this topic became more and more important in understanding what's going on. And topic is boomers versus millennials. (laughs) (laughs) Or better, maybe like let's focus on one or two specific points, which are the the general need for adaptation in, in today's society and the difference in in that perception where it was before more the security part that was more important. Yeah. So we will talk about what, what boomers are, what millennials are, and uh, what what are the perks of each in case you want to choose which generation you belong to. And um, we will also see where, where we might clash and how we can have a white flag to live together in, in a peaceful existence. So that's that's the outline of today's podcast. So let's get started off. What is a boomer? <laughs> Boomers uh, for for us I'm I'm 32 and Julian is 26. It's our parents. Our parents my my father is 70, my mom is 66 and uh, or 65. Sorry mom. <laughs> And your parents? 57 and 56. Yes. So roughly that age. It's the generation that came after the big wars where maybe the parents were at the war, were fighting the war, or the grandparents. And they come from a world that was pretty unpredictable, pretty unstable, Things were all broken down and they had to create stability, have jobs, build houses, start families, so then the world could move on after so much insanity and destruction. So the main characteristics of of this generation, of course generalizing, not everybody's like that, but they're the ones that will choose a job or two in their lifetime. And they will do that for a really long time. They will work 80 80 hours, 40 hours a week, eight hours a day or so, or more. They will build their house either either by buying it or like, uh, like literally building it themselves, have a bunch of kids by the age of 30. And um, they, they will just continue working for a really long period until they finally reach their golden years and they can retire and live happily ever after. That's their idea. That's the idea. (laughs) 
it's grounded by for me because like my mom had only one job after high school she's still in that one my dad took over a company of his dad and then later switched to one other job that he's still in there so still pretty much stable and exactly the same thing because it creates predictability stability and they know what they get yeah and they get good at it seniority is a big thing and um but predictability is something that's appreciated like in this generation especially coming from so much trauma of not knowing if you will have anything to eat next week because you're at war so the only thing that you have access to is flour and and maybe a potato and all of these things from the generation prior made this generation trying to compensate for that trauma and be like okay let's build resources let's farm more efficiently let's use oil to enhance manpower and women power and um yeah that's that a lot was birthed during that time and i think a lot was born through this trauma and some of things aren't good some things are not so um great for the environment and that's where we come in millennials Millennials are these kids where parents figured out how to stabilize somewhat the economy and create this safe houses. You don't necessarily need to go to war or experience so much trauma. And of course, it depends on the part of the world that you're in. But in the West, generally, you are safe. You get your education you get to choose what you will do. You you have hugs. And most of the times you are not spanked or slapped. <laughs> Our parents definitely were. Um, I, I, I didn't escape that one. <laughs> Honestly. I got, I got some physical punishment. But um, it was, I guess, understood as the norm there. So, so it's like, now I look back at it and it's like, okay. Well, it was a bit crazy, but it's fine. And um, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but uh, I can see why that, why that was normal. And yeah, we we are we're growing in this this society that has internet. Like at somewhere half a half point in our lives. No, for me, it was when I was one. 11, 12, that internet started being a thing and accessible like, to everybody. And for you, it was younger? No, I think like when I really noticed it and took uh, part in it, it was to, so when I was 10 or 9 or 10, like, but not, not younger, I think. Mm-hmm. Still when I was in, in, in high school before, that was not really a thing that we were using at least. Okay. So... Internet is a big game changer because it democratizes, democratizes, I think that's decently said, uh, democratizes knowledge. Before you had a couple encyclopedias, you had to go to the library, you had to like do your homework there. And after internet, it's just ask your computer, ask Google, ask yeah. Wikipedia, whatever. And you have access to this 
infinite library of information. Yeah, I remember my my parents still bought like a thirty thick book encyclopedia that mm -hmm. was in our shelves and probably like used twenty times. And then the internet came around, and then all the knowledge was way quicker accessible there. Yes. And deeper and more specific. Yeah, and changing new adapted to new standards. Yeah. So a lot of things started to change very quickly. Um, from just getting the stability to every day you get influenced by the whole world basically. And things are changing really rapidly with new information, with new research, with just new information from everywhere. And I think that is sort of also the theme that is running now in the millennials that things are changing quickly. Yeah. Also ourselves, because then then it came that it was not just internet, it didn't stop there. Wait for it. There was mobile phones, there was social media and all of this exposure, all of this different possibilities that that you have in your life. Because boomers where like I had this job, my dad was a carpenter, I'm gonna be a carpenter, uh, or something similar. And maybe at some point in their life, they were like, actually, I would like to be an electrician. And then they all went there or something. And it was not that much variety. But now it's like, you open Instagram, and there's people in different corners of the world, which are like, oh, it would be nice to go to Malta, or it would be nice to go to Bali. And uh, there's people that are doing their degree in business, and there's people that are whatever. I don't know, I ran out of examples, but you get the point. It's a world of possibilities, and you are seeing it happen in real time. You're seeing all of these other people experiencing this variety of things that are somewhat within your reach. Yeah. So before, I don't think we were, we were as boomers, <laughs> I don't think we were aware of how many possibilities there were. And maybe there weren't actually that many possibilities. And now we are. So we have a lot of possibilities. We have a lot of accessibility on making those possibilities happen. And that that makes it difficult to make a choice. So one of the things that we have yeah, in the our- upsides and downsides to it. The upsides and downsides. We are the, the non-committal <laughs> generation. Ah, you don't stay in a job for like more than six months. That's what boomers complain about. And it's like, dude, like, I don't know. They offer me this other job. I think I'm gonna be happier. I'm gonna get a better salary or better life balance. Life, life balance, you know, it's, there, there's other things in life other than work hard until you die. And, um, and yeah, we, we have that. We are less attached to yeah. things. And because we have so many possibilities, we might feel very frustrated as well because we need to choose. And we can't commit thing. to things <laughs> we more than one or two years, maybe to stay in a job. Ah, I think... I think the boss in the other job was better. Maybe I could find something else again. And then you can switch because the, the threshold of changing is actually that low. And so, yeah, that's like the, the changing in the environment makes us having a different 
I think that's a nice term, like the the zeitgeist of the time, like changed towards, okay, I can um, learn a lot quicker because I have all the information. It's also kind of wished from the companies that I, I'm more creative and come up with new things and rather than just doing the old same thing because then also automation comes in. So it's not that important anymore to do the stable and same job as I've done for the last 20 years. Yeah. Not me particularly. Uh, but yeah, you get the point. So I think they're the important part that what we perceive at least, which becomes even more important. And now the pressing or relevance is because AI is now creating so many jo jobs. New again. It's like a yeah. new switch. Like, like the oh. internet was there. Now AI and like, okay, okay. Like new jobs, a lot of jobs will I, go away. I don't even know which generation is coming next, but I instead of fighting them, I'm rooting for you. I really hope you make it past this thing. But um, yeah, so change is the name of the game. And then yeah. I'm, I'm, we're saying millennials, but we are actually saying every generation from 1990 till now. And um, maybe a bit before, so we can include the generation set or X. No, uh, I don't remember exactly. They're like somewhere has, ha halfway between boomers and millennials. So uh, just just pick a lane and join us. <laughs> and because this is the context that we're living in, a constant, a context of constant change. Buying a house, even though it's a smart investment, and that's how we see it, <laughs> it's not necessarily a priority. And we prioritize possibly having a good life, enjoying, having good friends, traveling, having experiences. Yeah. And we get to do that because we're spoiled, basically. We got the security that our parents worked for. Yes. And the sort of also wealth that was created and the ideas, the possibilities that came with that. And yeah, so we get to use that. And now our, our mind is basically open and free towards, okay, what else is there? What else can I do with life? We have time to think about those things. Mm -hmm. Before there was just getting to work 40, 50 hours and then deal with the family and just keep on going. And now we have time. We can think about go to university a lot more and more often. And like, okay, there's time to think. And time, what do what do I want to do with my life? And how can I maybe also help other people? Or so many university degrees. Yes, like you can do anything. Do you do you want to study to be like a a, a rocket engineer that um, uses robots in space to make pizza? You can probably study that. <laughs> yeah, possibly. If not, come up with it. It sounds great. Yeah. yeah. I want to try that. Universities. <laughs> Anywho. Um, but yeah, it's, I think like the main thing is like a lot of things are changing very quickly. And now for us, or for me at least, the main thing that comes to my mind is like, how can I adapt faster and learn more and quicker so I can keep up with it? Because otherwise, like now, at least my idea now is the security that, that our parents um, strive for is keep like it when we if we will do the same thing then we would fall behind and wouldn't have a job then in the future anymore it wouldn't work because yeah it doesn't work anymore it worked for our parents it doesn't work for us anybody that we know we have a bunch of friends that 
were miserable at their jobs. It's a great story. Th- tell th- just one of them. Yeah, no, I think I can tell it as a global story mm. because probably everybody either went through it or has a friend that went through it. Like just having a job that you're like, okay, I'm staying here because I'm learning a few things and it pays the bills, even though I don't like it and I don't feel good in it. And then something happens. Either they get fired, they burn out, the company closes, something happens because we don't get away with it. That Our parents could be miserable in their jobs for 40 years and really stay in the same job, doing the same thing. Nothing will happen. In our generation, that's not the case anymore. And that's because the landscape is changing rapidly. And we don't, like, <laughs> it's it's adapt or die. And it's it's a completely different, different thing. So... I understand when when boomers say like, oh, we don't commit or we don't want to work or that we don't have any stability, we don't think straight. Like, for example, when we were leaving the house in in Groningen, (laughs) like the first time that we were traveling and then your parents were freaking out because... How could you just leave without any possibility to come back any country to like leave for three months and rent and sublet it or something like that to bring back the security even though it was for me but they obviously freaked out yes they freaked out because of your lack of security yeah and it's not easy to live without any security we really try <laughs> like to to be as free as possible from any restrictions that security, that the need for security brings. But as humans, we want security. Like it's wired in our DNA. So it's also a bit of a of a struggle. But but yeah, it's not it's not what the, the generation of our parents understands. And what our generation doesn't understand from boomers, and and this I'm also generalizing and I'm saying it mostly from my perspective, is that they they didn't have much of a choice. Like they didn't have role models that were breaking barriers and creating these new things. They had to be their role models and take the heat of being in the front lines of everything. So most people just kept the stayed normal, stayed within the norms. Now everybody's breaking every rule in every possible direction. So it's it's like uh, it's just join a movement, express yourself, be free. Back then, it was it was difficult. You you had to because everybody the the side guys was building stability, and then you are just here crossing havoc and you're just creating new ways of experiencing your sexuality or new ways of having a diet, and you want to be a vegetarian. What are you? You weird hippie. Um, so. Yeah, the boomers had a lot of um, a path, like a, a, a more complicated path to to travel if they wanted to change something in their system. So I really understand them, and I, I feel for them. I don't understand them because I don't get I don't get to live in that, but I feel no, for them. I think I have a lot of um, compassion and gratitude because the only reason that. I'm ever or we're able to actually have this life now 
is because they were able to go through their time. We are standing on the shoulders of giants, which are our parents of the, uh, the past generation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's an important thing to keep in mind. Yes, they try to keep us in the, in the old patterns that, they, that have worked for them. But just because that's the best thing they know what, that worked for them in their time. And so now we get to adapt and get to adapt to the changes because we grew up in a different time, but only because they created this life for us. So it's like, I think like really connected and sometimes we see it too separate. Like now when we said about millennials versus boomers, it's not as um, separate as we think. No, it's more like a continuum of different generations just gradually becoming more obliged to change and <laughs> be more adaptable. And how do we reconcile this? So I think if we understand that what where each generation is coming from, if we understand that our parents are coming from a generation where oh, they, they, they had to, they had to do these things. They had to uh, get the house, get married, work for many, many years in order to gain some sort of momentum to to amass some sort of wealth or comfort. And they come from from that. We cannot expect them to understand that we will just leave our house, drop everything, work as freelancers, live in a new country every three months. It's like, what are you insane? What's wrong with you? But at the same time, we're not going to restrict ourselves so we make our parents more comfortable. So I guess the compromises, we accept each other as we are. And we find the in the Venn diagram of our lives, we find those things that are overlapping. Because there's, there's the life of the millennials <laughs> that is like absolutely um, experience-focused and... Uh, just it, it's a lot more ambitious it's like it's, it's different it's a different life and there's the life of the, the boomers which is more about family and the unit and the stability so where do we meet we meet somewhere in family or in in friendships and i think then the important part there is really that every generation every person at least that's my belief does the very best with their environments, their tools, their knowledge, everything they have, they do their very best to have a great life in that time. Mm -hmm. And as we do that right now, we're not perfect, don't do the right thing, but that's the best, the knowledge that we have right now. And I think that that glimpse of awareness is probably the most important thing right now from this podcast is like from different generations, there are different mindsets, different ways of thinking and different environments that everybody's in. And that's shaping everything we think about, we feel about, that's important to us. And from that perspective, I believe every human being is acting in the best way they can. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important to have this awareness. Also, the future generations will do their best to have a great life in the circumstances they grew up with. Yes. We're just keeping humanity alive, you know? Whatever way we can. That's how we hotwired just to survive. Yes, because we're animals and we, we're wired not to be extinguished and um, extinct, not to go extinct. extinct. Extinguished is the fire. 
but sure, yeah, whatever. And um, yeah, that's 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 the the game that we're playing. The game of let's just live one generation longer. <laughs> so yeah, everybody's doing what the best that they can, and um, just just go hug a boomer, you know. Find <laughs> a boomer, hug them. Maybe it's your parents. Better if it's like a, a known boomer. <laughs> I mean, it would be weird to to have a boomer and hug a boomer in the street, but um, yeah, and just with compassion, because I, I think boomers also are doing whatever they can to understand their generation, and we can still learn a lot from them. Yes. We like pat them now on their shoulders. Like, oh yeah, you old person, you're fine. You can go now to your your pension. But no, we can actually learn a lot from them. Yes, because they have lived so many more years, so they know a lot more about uh, life relationships, um, like those things that are timeless. Yes, and I think there we probably lack a little bit, little bit because we're so quickly adapting and changing mm -hmm. that those timeless things we can probably learn a lot because now we project everything is like timeless and changing quickly, but we do need some stability as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, that part was not very clear, but <laughs> 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 I was like, okay, what are you trying to say, my love? Um, I, but yeah, I, I, I think there's, there's so much that, uh, as you said, like life experience, there's this saying in, in Spanish is more knows the devil for old, than for devil. And it's basically the devil knows more because he's old than because he's the devil. Hmm. So just being old, being on earth for a long time, that has wisdom <laughs> in it. So so yeah, I do appreciate that all, all of the the chillness that comes with living such a long life and then you're like not so excited to make things happen and like all of this oh yeah just rushing and i need to be someone and i need to make something and like they're just chilling you know um okay so so yeah the boomers can take from us a bit more of that zest for life and get get more excited maybe have a couple more experiences and, and enjoy because start enjoying life and we millennials can definitely take a bit of the the structure, the stability, and the consistency that that we we have seen our parents grapple with. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think we rambled a lot in today's episode. What is your personal takeaway? Because I think there was a lot that we usually didn't speak about. Was there anything that you take away from just talking about it, this topic? That, uh, well, to me, what it brought up was a lot of compassion. And I, I already thought about this topic, but it's nice to talk about it and <laughs> like unpack what's, what's behind it. So compassion, I'd say, to when our parents are not understanding the way that we do things. They're like, I get that you don't get it. And I also don't get why you would stay in the same job for so long. But still, like those are in the bigger scheme of things, in the things that matter, those are minor things. What matters is always about human connection and experiences, living life. YOLO. Thanks.
<laughs> so, <laughs> I think for me it was the the bigger part of understanding that the environment and the time that you live in changes a lot on how you think about life in the world and other people. And just taking that from that's the awareness that we now put on the boomers also to the future generations and seeing, okay, how is that influencing every person? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just, I think the general bigger picture awareness um, was something I took from this now. All right. Then it's a wrap. Thank you everybody for listening. And yeah, as we said, uh, go, go hug, hug a boomer, hug a millennial. Let's make peace. <laughs> and if you stayed until now, you probably have some consistency from the boomers or perseverance because we ramble for like half an hour now. <laughs> so kudos to you. <laughs> and see you next week. See you. Bye-bye.